0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Welcome to More Than Conquerors Radio and the final month of Bible study broadcasts in the year 2020. As a result of the great global pandemic called COVID-19, for most, this year has been one of unbelievable hardship, instability, and uncertainty. In his eye-opening two-day teaching, Staying Stable in Unstable Times, Pastor Ray reflects on the words found in Psalm 1 on what Christians need to do to ensure that, unlike the rest of the world, they can continue to stand upright and stable, even in the most unstable of times. He reminds us that the man who doesn't take advice from the ungodly, fellowship with sinners, or sit down with those who ridicule God and His Word is a blessed man. Even in the worst of times, this man will always remain stable and whatever he does will prosper. Here's Pastor on the dangers of sometimes even writing your own gospel to solve the problems of unstable times. And
1: I going to tell you what, in these dark times right now, like everything is collapsing, we have the greatest opportunities in the world to preach the gospel like never before. People are looking for hope because they're not getting it anywhere else. There's, everything is unstable. There's nothing stable around us. Everything is collapsing. Everything is shaking. And we are the only stability in all of this instability. The word of God. Come on, somebody here give me an amen and a hallelujah. So, so I just feel compelled tonight to preach this because, you know, we don't hear too much of this. But we're the only stability in the, in, in the world today. So he says, uh, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In other words, he's not burdened by the, by the word. He's delighting in the law of, of the Lord. He's delighting wherever he sees that something is not in, uh, in sync with the word of God. He seeks to change it and to fix it. And in his law, he meditates day and night. In other words, he's seeking and looking through the word. I mean, I don't know what you're reading the word for. I don't know if you're just reading the word because you think it's a good thing to do, but I hope that you're meditating in the word and adjusting your life accordingly. I hope that you're reading the word of God and and seeking how you can, you can just grow deeper with, with God. I hope you're meditating in the word and seeking how you can be more pleasing to God. I hope you're meditating the word and and, and seeing Uh, you know, what needs to change, some of the things you need to change in in your life and and in your family and in your relationships. I hope that's why you're meditating in the Word, because blessed is the man who lives like that. Blessed is the man who lives that way. And I mean, again, if if you want, how many of you want to really be blessed by God? I know we are blessed, but how many of you really want an increase and a better blessing? You know, well, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And um, in his law, he meditates day and night. Now notice what it says in verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So he's going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which simply means, you know, no matter what, if the water level goes down a little bit, the tree is right by the water source. So it just shoots the roots down a little bit further. He's never going to dry up. He's right by the water source. He's right where the water flows. Uh, uh, you know, if you, want to get, if you want to get a little poetic about it or you want to get a little spiritual about it, we're, we're right by the spout where the glory flows out. The the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, the man who refuses to sit or stand in the path of sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delights in the law of the Lord. All he delights in is God's word and finding out how he can adjust his life according to God's word. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He says, he shall be. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. So if the the economy goes up or it goes down, if the world goes, you know, gets crazy or whatever it be, it doesn't matter. He's right by the spout where the glory comes out. He's hooked up to the source. Right there, it doesn't matter. He's got everything he needs. He's going to stay very stable, even in the unstable times and in the, in the times where things are going crazy. Come on, somebody in this house. This is why I love God. This is why I love the word of God. This is why I serve God. This is why I have to say no to my flesh and I have to say yes to the things of God every day of my life. Every day, I just want to grow more in love and closer to God because blessed is the man. Blessed is the man who stays close to the word blessed is the man who adjusts his life accordingly, you know, to the word of God blessed is this man because he's never going to wither. He's never going to dry up could be as unstable as it, it wants to be, but you're let me tell you what everybody else may be going down, but you're not going down. Everybody else may be failing, but you're not failing. Everybody else may lose their job, but you may not. And if you do, get ready because you know that you're right by the rivers, you're right by the spout where the glory. You know that God's got something better for you. There's something greater. As a matter of fact, that's the way you ought to look at it. You lose your job, say hallelujah. Didn't like that job anyway. That means God. I'm ready for a promotion. I'm telling you, that's the way you have to. Oh, is losing their job unemployment rate I don't care I'm a son I'm a daughter of the most high God I I listen my face is engraved right in the palm of God's hand I I, I'm blessed because I meditate in the word I live the word my life is adjusted to the word therefore everybody else goes down but I go up come on somebody say amen (laughs) got to get it you got to declare it speak it read this say you know you ought to pray Psalm 1 you ought to pray this, say, say, say about yourself, say, my delight, my delight is in the law of God. I'm a word man. I'm a word woman. I'm a word person. And I meditate in the word. I seek to meditate in the word. The word is working in me actively at work in my life. I am like a tree planted by the rivers of living water and I will bring forth my fruit in season and my leaf, uh, leaf shall not wither and whatever I do shall prosper. You got to say it, whatever I do, say it, whatever I do shall prosper. Say it again, whatever I do shall prosper. Why? Because you're a man, you're a woman of God. You're a man and a woman of the word of God. You're not trusting in men, you're not trusting in government, you're not trusting in this world, you're trusting in God, you're a citizen of heaven. God is your father. You know, I think I told some of you the story. Uh, I was, uh, someone came up to me and saw my, my car and I was sitting in my car. I said, wow, nice car. I say, my father gave it to me. He said, oh, wow, you must have a rich father. I said, my father is the richest man in the universe. Wow. You're kidding. I said, yeah, my father, my father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. All the silver and gold is my father's. So I'm talking about my God, my friend. God, he's my daddy. He gave me all this stuff. Come on, somebody say amen. See, whatever you lay your hands to shall prosper. Why? Because you're a man and a woman of the word. You're a man and a woman of integrity, of righteousness. You stand for holiness. You know how you can tell that you're holy? Well, first of all, you can tell it by the word. But you know how much you can tell you're holy? When you start getting around unholiness. It bothers you. It gets under your skin. It's like, ah, this just doesn't sit right, man. I mean, you don't judge people. Like, yeah, come on, you just want to say, come on, what are you fooling with that sin for? Why are you fooling and fussing with that stuff? It's sucking the life out of you, man. Get it right. Just, just do it God's way. Don't do it your way. Don't write your own gospel. Don't you want the blessing of the Lord? Don't you want blessing upon your family, upon your children, upon your grandchildren, upon your life? Don't you want that? Because, you see, if we go on and read... Uh, this is the part that gets scary. I don't want to scare but it says the ungodly are not so, verse 4, but they are like chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not, uh, shall stand in the judgment uh, uh, and nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I mean, when you, when you listen, when you live ungodly and a holy unclean man, the end result is, is just perish, man. Death, you know, the wages of sin are Death. Right? You know, in James, we talk about the process. You know, when sin is conceived, it gives, when, uh, gives birth to sin. When temptation is conceived, it gives, it gives birth to sin and, and sin to death. It's, it's the downward spiral. And if we're going to stay stable in these unstable times, man, we've got to be more godly than ever. We've got we've to gotta seek to be more holy than ever. And, and we've got to stand on the word. Does that mean we're perfect? Because there ain't nobody perfect. We all make mistakes. We all sin. We all fall short. Everybody falls short of the glory of God. But you got to pick yourself up and say, hallelujah, I'm washed and redeemed, washed by the blood of the lamb, redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Thank God that Jesus forgives me when I repent, not when I apologize. Apology means, oh, well, you know, I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I I won't do it again. And you go right back and do it again. Repent means I am so sick about this. Lord, I can't stand this. I want to get this right. And even if I do it again, I'm still sick of it and I still want to get it right. And Lord, I'm going to keep coming back and asking your help and and strengthen me and forgive me and do whatever till I get this right because it sickens me because I know it sickens you. Hallelujah. That's repentance. That's what repentance is. And, And you won't, listen, the Bible says, oh boy, this is good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It says godly sorrow worketh repentance. In other words, if you're not sorry for your sin, then you'll never come to the place of repentance. That's why you can't just excuse your sin away. You have to face it and say it's sin. That's why you've got to call sin, sin. You have to say, no, it's wrong. It doesn't mean we condemn people. We say sin is, I love you, but I don't like the sin. I love you, but I hate the sin. And I can't agree with the sin because if I do, I'm a party to it. I'm a part of it. I'm, in, I, I'm enforcing it in your life. I'm, I'm giving it, I'm giving it uh, credibility, and I'm saying it's okay. Ooh, glory. Godly sorrow, when we're, when, see, when, godly sorrow is what works repentance. In other words, we know how, how we're we just so sick about it. Like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This offends God. This offends the Lord. And it makes me, it makes me sick. I don't like it. This is offensive to God. doesn't mean that we don't struggle with things. But it means that we have godly sorrow about it. You know, we don't fake, fake it out, you know, and, and, and say, you know, uh, enjoy it or, 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 you know, look to do it more. And we're sickened by it. We're like, ugh, you just get so sorry about it. And then that's what works, repentance. You like get to the point where you say, this is awful, this is ugly. I just don't want this in my life. I don't want this. I've seen so many believers, so many believers get sucked down by the unstable times. Husbands that are cheating on wives and still sitting in church. Wives that are cheated on husbands still sitting in church, raising their hands, giving glory to God. And in the church, and, and preachers are afraid to, you know, preachers are afraid to dress because they're going to lose people. But I, I'd rather lose people than lose my reward, glory. I'd rather please God, and if I have to make a lot of people mad in the process, I'm going to make them mad. You know, it's not, I told people anytime I've had to talk to my, not that I don't love you, I love you, but I can't love what you're doing, I can't love the way you're living, or or what you're because you're you're actually you're actually making it bad for the rest of us. We're trying to live right, you're living wrong, and you want us all to agree with your wrong living, and, and then you'll condemn us, just say, oh, you're all you're all you're condemning me, or you're you know you're getting hard on me, you're picking on me. No, we're not. We're we're trying to live the word of God. Because we, we, we want to be blessed. We want you to be blessed. <sighs> I haven't had a, a talk like this with you in a long time. But, but this is important. I mean, we've got to come up to a higher level. You can't just live your own way. You've got to live God's way. And then people use this idea, you know, oh, well, you know, just love. Love, co- love, love covers a multitude of sin. Well, that doesn't mean that, you know, love or we just love your, love your sin away. That's not what we do. You know, I mean, listen, we, we study and we see that there's a, a wonderful, uh, beautiful uh, side of God that's so loving and, and so accepting and so forgiving. But there's also a wrathful side. Now, thank God for those of us that have Jesus in our life and we're living with you. God's going God's to gonna bear with us to the, the last day, uh, till we draw our last breath on this earth to help us to try to get our, you know, get our lives right. He's going to be with us. But we have to live according to the word of God. If we make a mistake and we blow it, praise God. Listen, let me tell you what, with me, you'll never get, con- you'll never get condemned. I will never condemn anyone. Why? Because I'm just a sinner like you are. I'm no better. We're all just trying to do our very best. Sometimes we fall short, right? And so you'll never get, you'll never get c- condemnation from me. I just want to help people out of sin. I'll tell you, we've had lately. I don't know what it is. I, I, I guess maybe just people are coming under the conviction of the Lord. I've done more weddings in my office of people that were just living together. Some of them for years with children, and come come into the to the come to the Lord, sit under the p- preaching in the ministry, get convicted, say, Pastor, I can't live like this anymore. So praise God. Now I know that godly sorrow has worked repentance in your life. <laughs> Pastor, whatever, do whatever, do whatever. We got to get this right. We can't live like this anymore. And I've actually married couples in my office five minutes. That's it. Come on. You take her, you take him. Hallelujah. Give me the ring. Stick it on. You're married. Done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's shout hallelujah now. Right? Let's have, let's have a party. Let's do whatever. I've done, I've done, I can't tell you how many in just the last probably three or four or five months. In my office. In my office. In my office. Just get married right now. I've had I've had couples come to me and say, "Well, Pastor, you know we're we're living together, and you know we know it's not right, and we don't feel right about it, but you know we want to save up to have a big party and and you know have a big thing in like, but we can't do that for another six or eight months, and uh, you know, but, but what what should we do? I said I got the answer. Go get a license come back to my office, we get married. And then in six months from now, you can have another celebration, a ceremony, get married again. But you're going to get married right now so we can get you out of sin. We want to get you out of sin. We got to get you out of sin first. And boy, I'll tell you what, just about everyone says, praise God, we love that idea. And I've done that. I've married them twice. We've had a ceremony after the ceremony. You know, then we'll do the big religious thing. Oh, do you take so-and-so to beat about, beat about, about, about. <laughs> the music, the train, the gown, you know, bridesmaids, the whole big thing, limo, the whole, go the whole nine yards. <laughs> Nobody will ever know the difference. Hallelujah. Let's <laughs> just get you married. Amen. So, so we have to live the word and be people of the word. Proverbs 133. But whoever listens to me, God says... Whoever listens to me, that means obey his word, will dwell safely and will be secure without the fear of evil. So one of the ways to surely be stable in unstable time is to listen to God. And that doesn't mean, you know, just listen for a voice out of heaven. Sometimes God will speak, you know, that way. Most of the time the way God speaks is to your heart, right? That's 99% of the way God speaks. Sometimes he'll speak to you through other people, you know, through prophetic, you know and you just know that you know, that's how you can always tell uh, whether a word of prophecy is, is real, it, it means something to you. It hits you. Even if you don't understand it, it's still it's like, whoa, that, phew, oh, God, man, I've had prophecy change my life. And some of it has been instructive, you know? It's like corrective or instructive. You know, you better do it like, whoa, hallelujah, glory to God, that means something to me. Amen. Change the very direct course of your life. Um, so, but number one way that we're gonna listen to God is by his direct word that's written to us. So it goes back to the word again. So, what does it say? Whoever listens to me will dwell safely. Doesn't matter whether the stock market's up or down. Doesn't matter whether Dow Jones is up or down. Doesn't matter whether the economy's up and down. Doesn't matter what's going on in the government. Doesn't matter bail out, bail in, whatever, jump off. It doesn't matter. Whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without the fear of evil. Somebody give me a better amen than that. And, and you can write these down. Isaiah chapter 1 and 19 um, says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. You know, I'm on that. I was on that sin thing. Boy, I'll tell you what. I've just seen so many lives destroyed um, because they just don't do it God's way. And they just stop, stop following God, you know. And, man, it's devastated lives and devastated people. And it's all because people want to do it their way, you know, my way. Who sang that? Tony Bennett? Who? Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. You do it your way, you're going to end up in big trouble, man. You got to do it God's way. Do it God's way. You remember this verse, and I'll just read it to you because it's such a good verse. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. And it talked about the man that built the house on the sand and the man who built the house on the rock And it said the rain descended and the floods came down and the wind blew and beat on that house and it did not fall because it was founded on a rock. The first house that was not founded on the rock, the rains came down, the wind blew and beat it on that house and that house fell apart. That life just crumbled. Why? Because it was built upon sand. But a life that's built upon the word of God, rain will come, storms will come, good times will come, bad times will come, whatever, the... You know, the wind will blow against it. The enemy will try to attack it. The enemy will, come on, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? The the enemy will use every device he has. How many of you know? You know the enemy uses device. You know he comes against you. You know he he tries to, to rattle, shake, rattle, and roll in your life. The enemy will come, but that house will not go down. That house will be firmly fixed. Why? Because it's built upon the word of God. It's like Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who doesn't walk with the sinful and the scornful and the ungodly. But rather his life is built upon the word of God verse by verse, applying it, living it, doing it, loving it, seeking it, correcting. There are sometimes, sometimes, like I say, some things are going to be hard saying. So he's like, oh, I'm just not ready for that. Get ready, come on. What are you gonna do, walk away from Jesus? What are you gonna do, walk away from the word? What are you gonna follow after your flesh, write your own gospel? No, you're going to stand upon the word, when the, whether it's easy or it's hard, we're going to take it, we're going to say, Lord, the hard stuff, help me, open up the eyes of my understanding, give me the grace to keep on standing and doing what you choose for me and what you want for me. Too many people, too many good people, too many people that have the anointing of God, the call of God, a purpose from God, too many good people have gone the way of the sinful, the scornful, and the ungodly. And they've lost the blessing that God intended for their life. They've lost the power of their testimony. And the joy that, that once was in their soul. They've lost it because they've gone the way of the world. How are we going to stay stable in the unstable times? We're going to stay on the word. We're going to love God. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to adjust our lives according to the word of God. And uh, we're going to live the way God wants us to live. We're not going to write our own gospel. And, you know, uh, it's, it's amazing I I could preach on this, but it's amazing how we want to excuse things away. Let's just call it. If it's sin, let's call it sin. If it's wrong, let's call it wrong. If it's unrighteous, let's just call it unrighteous. Let's ask God's forgiveness and get the strength and move on. Get good, godly counsel. Get good, godly people around us to help us, and let's move on. How are we going to stay stable? We got to cling to the Lord, cling to His Word, and live the Word. Come on, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Sometimes you need a good strong cup of coffee to wake you up. You just got to get some of that. What do they call it? Bustello. What is it called? Bustello. Bustello. Ha ha, man. Robert, where's Robert? He, he came with this. He said, Oh, this is great coffee, Bustella. He started making that Bustella. I mean, I was up for like three weeks <laughs> sucking down Bustella. I was like, Whoa, man, this stuff is like, Woo! Do they sell this on the streets or what? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we need something strong to wake us up, amen? How many of us are are wanting to wake up and come to a better place and get to a higher place and get to a greater place in God and be stronger than ever before because blessed is the man. Say, blessed is the man.
0: Glory to God. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry.